Time to go to work. Jerk of all trades podcast episode number 44. We are back, my friends. What is up? What is up? All right. All right. All right. The jerks are back and we are ready to rock your sweet little ear holes. And we got a whole bunch of absolutely absurd topics to do that with. So happy to be back in the saddle again. Happy to be here with a classic style jerk of all trades episode and it's going to be a lot of fun yes we definitely put the ass in classic (laughs) (laughs) there's no doubt about that Woo! all right well last time we talked to you guys we were talking about some what was it royal rumble nxt and uh, elimination chamber elimination chamber so i just wanted to uh see who won who won the picks who won the picks i believe it was you my friend i think i did ray the jerk what's uh congratulations (laughs) Everybody give him a round of applause. Yeah. Um, we didn't actually tally it up, but I mean, I think we're pretty certain that I won the picks. So. Yeah. Did you actually get a chance to watch it at all or no? Um, I did actually watch Elimination Chamber. Um, and uh, What'd you think? I don't know. I half-ass watched it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. It was mainly forgettable, I guess. Yeah, um, I guess I kind of half-ass watched it too. Uh, your guy, Roman Reigns, won the main event. Yeah, that was very, very predictable, and I was just rolling my fucking eyeballs when that was happening. Um, I think they followed up with it pretty decently. Uh, I I think my biggest takeaway from the night, though, was uh, Rousey uh, coming out and just some of the worst promoing I have ever (laughs) fucking heard. Oh, my God. Do you remember it? It was really, really bad. Uh, the contract signing? Yes. Where she was signing her official contract yeah, for Yeah, it was WWE. really, really awkward. I think she was just trying to be like, you know, oh, I'm just, I'm a fan and I'm really happy to be here and I'm really, really awkward and I am not used to being in front of people and talking like this. Yeah, she's a big time baby face. That's what I'm, the vibe I'm oh, getting from for this. sure, yeah. for sure. So, except for the fact that she knows showed Ron, they gave people Snickers. Instead. I think she'd be great as a heel. She's got the heel face and yeah. just everything, like the domination. I think coming out of the gate, she's got to be, she's got to be a baby face. But sure, they got to test the waters. They got to sell some shirts. You give her all that money, you got to sell some shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we don't want to harp on wrestling too much this week. We did plenty of that uh, on the past episode. So, uh, start- uh, yeah. Well, let me just say one thing real quick. I got a chance to watch Fastlane last night. The girls kicked ass, and uh, you know. Good job. Shout out to the chicks out there, uh, WWE Network, uh, doing the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fastlane was uh, was not too bad. Um, once again, I half-ass paid attention to it, so um, I can't make uh, a full and assessment. And we know you love when we talk about wrestling. So. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Our most popular episodes when we talk about wrestling. Yes, so. Um, but yeah, uh, we got, uh, we got a, as we said, a classic uh, emphasis on ass. Uh, episode here <laughs> and we got some fun topics and our first topic that we were going to talk about is the swatting prank so eddie did you uh you heard about the swatting prank this thing's yes. crazy huh yes indeed this thing is super crazy man yeah yeah so uh here's uh here's a little update for you guys and then we'll go and uh give our little assessment so 28 year old andrew finch a father of two was shot and killed by wichita police thursday night police were led to his house by a call 
When a 911 dispatcher followed up, this is what the caller said. This incident is now believed to have been part of a prank known as swatting. Damn. From a disagreement online over Ridiculous. the video game Call of Duty, but the victim is thought to have no connection to the gamers. I keep thinking this is, this is a dream. I'm going to wake up and he's going to be here. But the cops can't just go around shooting people without any consequences. Today, Wichita's deputy uh, police what country have you been living the in? controversy and the officer's actions. Due to the actions of a prankster, we have an innocent victim. If the false police call had not been made, we would not have been there. Swatting has targeted celebrities in the past. Among those who have faced unexpected police encounters at home, Miley Cyrus, Justin Timberlake, Ashton Kutcher, and Justin Bieber. The FBI estimates none of which were killed. Nationwide, according to the different when you pull up to a big mansion. Rarely deadly, as was the case in Kansas. Ron Mott, NBC News, Chicago. NBC News. Yeah. Wow. What a what a fucking story, man. This is just absolutely absurd. So, uh, basically, uh, there what the the gentleman in question is. Uh, his name is Tyler Barris. He's a 25 year old gamer. Um, and douchebag, um, and he is the one that's suspected of making the false police report that led to the death of Andrew Finch. Um, so essentially what happened is, uh, to what I understand, they were playing. Um, uh, here's a, you see a picture of this dude? He's yeah. a scuzzy-looking motherfucker. Um, but yeah, so they were playing uh, They were playing Call of Duty, and uh, they had feuded over a $1 or $2 Call of Duty wager. Um, and so, um, they started, uh, kind of getting in a little, uh, an argument about that. And so this dude, uh, called the police, he called in, uh, what was it like, uh, was it a bomb threat or it could have been hostage or, uh, something like a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Hostage situation maybe, or maybe a murder situation. I've heard of swatting, uh, pranks where, the phone call that was made, they said that uh, they'd killed the guy had killed their mother and sister and brother and everything else. So the cops thought there was a fucking killer inside, right? Like yeah. armed. And so uh, apparently the uh, the the two dudes that had uh, battled over this, um, you know, they you know I'm sure you've been online and see the internet tough guys and you know somebody will jump in like, oh, you think you're so fucking tough? You know, here's here's my address. Why don't you come? Why don't you come to my house and fucking whoop my ass or whatever? Which is like, gotta go in the you know Webster's dictionary for dumbest thing you could possibly do on the internet is like give up your address. Yeah, but apparently, but this guy was like a bait and switch, right? So the. Uh, <laughs> So yeah. So anyway, the the address was fake. It was not his address. It was actually um, this gentleman, Andrew Finch. Dude, terrible, yeah. terrible. And so the SWAT team showed up at his house, and um, yeah, he uh, he opened the door, and um, I guess he had a couple young kids too in the house, from what I understand. That is crazy. And um, I I don't. So what are do we know the circumstances yet on why he ended up being shot then? Uh, could have been a, a nervous first time cop, you know, it could have been accident. I don't know. Maybe he was holding something. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So officers screamed at Finch to put his hands in the air and wave him like he just don't care. Um, that last part may or may not have happened. <laughs> um, he, the, the living, uh, they said that the 28 year old father of two young boys moved a hand toward his waistband. Um, 
yeah okay that's Man, usually i oh, to, get, <laughs> to get shot in the head for that that's rough. right and then they sprinkled some crack on him uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh damn that's a throwback that was that was a Chappelle show reference there you go i like that um but uh so an officer was fearing that finch was uh, reaching for a gun and he fired a single shot and finch died uh minutes later um, so, yeah, there's a series of since-deleted Twitter posts screen grabbed by the Wichita Eagle that suggest um, that Barris gave a fake address seemingly by complete happenstance um, that turned out to be Finch's. Um, and this motherfucker, too. So he tried to he tried to deny then that he had anything to do with this. He had put on his uh, social media, I didn't get anyone killed because I didn't discharge a weapon and being a SWAT member isn't my profession. I had heard that he was actually still on the phone uh, with the police when um andrew finch was uh, shot and killed oh god that is so ominous yeah and i, I guess this is a pretty common thing there's over 400 cases of this annually so this is like <laughs> kind of like a plague on the internet community and if you i'll tell you that you know um i've been a gamer for my whole life i know eddie has played video games for his whole life sure um and i don't I really never was a uh, an online game player. Um, I did. Uh, I was for a while. I got pretty into the Friday the Thirteenth game. I was playing that pretty regularly online. And I'll tell you that uh, there is a lot, a lot of shitty, shitty people, um, and they definitely outweigh the good people um, on any sort of game that you play like that. There yeah. is just a it's lot. Unfortunate. Of- <laughs> well, there's a lot of online players probably don't have a lot of real life friends, right? I mean, I think that that's probably <laughs> probably well, a generalization, like, but yeah. I mean, these kids are in their rooms. If you're playing Call of Duty or something or whatever the online game is, Madden even, if you're at home playing that 12 hours a day and the only thing you do is talk shit to people through your headphones or like, you know, your headset or whatever, you're never going out and socializing with people that's like in front of you live and in person. And like, you don't understand the repercussions of like talking shit to somebody and getting, you know, smacked. Well, I think in the that face. that's in general, though, with if you look at uh, people's behavior online and the anonymity of being online, it's like it disconnects people even more so from from other people. And like you said, they do things that they would never do in real life. You would never, you know, and I mean, there are people that would act that way, but most normal people would not act that way. But it actually, it gives an outlet for people who normally wouldn't act out like that. And, you know, probably people, um, and I'm not just going to generalize everyone, but, you know, I'm sure that there are people that, you know, in their normal lives, uh, they don't have a whole hell of a lot of power or, um, you know, maybe they're not, you know, super popular or whatever, but, um, in online games, they are, they do have a lot of power. They're really, you know, especially if they're really good and they get really, you know, the competitive nature of really anything too. You know, and then I, that I, just I've been known to, to be the Madden champ uh, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You do. All right. You do. All I'm right. not bad. I'm not as good as I used to be, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I certainly don't have any trophies on my PlayStation, uh, Madden profile. Unfortunately, you have no trophies. I have for that? like three every don't they, year. Don't they give you like a trophy? Don't they give you a trophy just for playing the game? The only trophy I need is that tournament money. That, uh, that, that tournament money. Not, you're right. Play. Not that not that the trophies really mean anything. But you no. know, I mean, most games give you trophies just for nothing. You know, no. just for showing up. It's like the participation prize of video games now. Oh my god. Is that inaccurate? <laughs> I don't know. I don't play a lot. I got I got a fucking platinum on one game just for uh, just for uh, completing the game. Not uh, bad. A platinum, huh? I got a platinum, dude. My my stats are weak, super weak. Yeah. I probably haven't logged in in about like three years. 
Uh, I'm a level 12, bro. I don't, yeah. mean, I don't mean to brag, but I'm a level 12 on uh, PlayStation. I think if you add both of my shitty ones up that I never use, I'm at like a three. Yeah. Maybe. And you know what's sad, too? The initial, uh, the initial ascension is actually like... You know, very very easy. Like, and then like, <laughs> yeah. And then like, once I, you're at level eight, you're fucked. Right. Like, I've been like, I think when I had when I switched to PS4, I think I was like a level eleven, and I'm like a level twelve now. So, um, wow. I don't really I don't really play as many games as I used to though. I used True. to play quite a lot of well, games. Well, if you rent a lot of games, you get a lot of different trophies. Right. You get right once again the participation trophy. So yeah. But whatever. Anyway. So yeah, this is a this is a pretty fucking sad story, and uh, this dude's a fucking doucher, and I hope he uh, I hope he gets what's coming to him, and I hope that uh, yeah, the power of the internet, man, you gotta be careful, you got, and hopefully, like the empathy, the empathy thing, there might be no empathy with this guy. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's he might be just so detached from the real world. uh, Well, obviously he is. I mean, he you know right away his first thing is like he's denying any sort of you know. He, he's, he's not saying taking, he didn't do it because right. he didn't shoot the guy himself, but he had the guy get shot. Right, and I mean that doesn't like hundred fifty percent. But that doesn't discount the fact that uh, they need they definitely should probably look into you know what exactly transpired in this incident well, here. Yeah, I mean he I guess his case has a little bit of merit, a little teeny tiny bit, but without the phone no, call, no, 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 there no. is no like situation. I just right, I just more so that I, I think that there needs to be an investigation too into why was this innocent guy who opened his door killed by the police like you know I, I know they're saying that he reached for his waistband but that's like you know that's like police we just killed a guy fucking 101 in the police department Couldn't right they have shot him in his leg or his stomach or something right like exactly non right non non-lethal methods I mean, these, these guys should be training for these situations it's, it's an imperative that Do they, they think they're fucking mel gibson or what well i think the training fucking is lethal to, weapon? I, you know inside a baseball type talk here i think the the, the way they do train them is to shoot to kill. So they, they just want to end the situation as quickly as possible. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, in, in this day and age, probably not a good idea. They're not probably, coming in and negotiate. <laughs> They're coming right. in with bullets. I believe this is why NWA had a hit single with uh, Fuck the Police. So. Because on the call, it was like, oh, you killed your mom, your dad, and your sisters, huh? Bang, you're dead. <laughs> Right, that's right. They're right. They're going in, and they and I mean, I you know we they can't gotta protect themselves. Right, too. we can't discount the human emotion element of it. You know, they're still humans, but at the same time, they're trained to be in those situations, and their first instinct should not be to to be lethal in these situations. Just in anything like yeah, this. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you, I have a friend in Florida. He told me in his training, they told him, if you have to pull your gun from your waistband, you shoot to kill. That's it. Because once that gun comes out, it's yeah, it's the last resort. It's the last resort, and they that's just how they're trained. I don't know why they do it, but that's how they do it. I thought you were about to break into some Papa Roach right there. No, dude. This is my last resort. My, my, my friend works Suffocation. in uh, no bleeding. the corrections or whatever, and if you have to draw your gun, you have to kill him. Yeah. I th- that's just that's how it is. Well, they're pretty good at that. So I know. <laughs> that's the only downside. Good job, Wichita. You yeah, rocked it. You did not it. Good. No. Not good. Not good. Not good. This whole situation is just no, crappy. It's it's fucked. So, but uh, our our next story is way definitely better. definitely uh, interesting. So make sure you peep the video in the description. With this uh, one. Yeah. Th- so this is actually the video that we're gonna watch here is not the actual robot uh, at play. It's actually <laughs> like uh, I think it's an AI. Uh, but uh, anyway, this is a different one. This dude's name is Reem Rima. 
Uh, the humanoid robot, and uh, here he is playing chess. So, all right, uh, here we go. Ready, ready, yep. Eddie? All right, let's see this little dude. Oh, he's fucking adorable. Oh, he's not going to hit the timer, is he? Oh, my. It's the shittiest chessboard you've ever seen. Look how slow his moves are. Holy fuck. Hopefully this is not I timed. See. Oh, he's going he's for gonna, the clock. He's oh going to get the clock. God. He's got the clock. He's got the clock. Oh, he clocked it. <laughs> Click. Oh, Dude, I want to see his placement. His uh, piece placement. I, right. I wish I wish I could see the board closer. We would commentate the, the moves that he's making. The human opponent is like making his moves like super quickly, and the robot he's picking the pace up a little bit. I wonder I what this robot would think of my moves because I, I like to swing my pieces, like you know, give a little flavor to it. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I would say that uh, if you had a wild uh, chess um, play, it would probably have a difficult time at first. But now, my question is does this robot clean he up just the castled. board? He castled, <laughs> does he take his own pieces off? I guess he does. Yeah. If you can get him to clean up the board and, you know, put shit away for you. Yeah, if you get him, <laughs> you get him to make it dinner and... Uh, there you go, not burn the house down. <laughs> there are actually, we will talk about it at some point, there are now sex robots that do housework. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my. Look at his little hands. He's like, uh, his hands are basically like the um, the grab game. That you always get fucked over on when you want to get that like stupid uh, oh, stuffed animal yeah. that you don't really fucking want, but you, you have just no want to reason run. why you just keep playing the game. I remember they had stuffed South Park ones in there one time, and I just wanted Cartman so goddamn bad, and I couldn't fucking get it, and I was so upset about it. So, fucking Cartman, man, fucking Cartman. So Eddie, why don't uh, why don't you tell them yes. a little bit about the uh, the robot AI chess? Alpha Zero, an AI computer program, this month proved itself to be the world's greatest ever chess champion. You hear that, all you chess players out there? Sorry, dude. Alpha Zero's got your number, and he doesn't give a rat's ass what you think about it. <laughs> dude, and yeah, he just, uh, he he gave a thrashing. Uh, he, pro he proved himself by thrashing a previous title holder, another AI called Stockfish 8 in a 100-game marathon. He whooped his motherfucking ass. I bet Stockfish 8 was so goddamn mad. He lost 100 times in a row. I would have given up way before that. I know. <laughs> it only takes me once. And I would have been so fucked up by the end of that. <laughs> yeah, they're saying uh, Alpha Zero taught itself chess in just four hours. He was only given the rules of chess and instructed uh, to learn how to win by playing against itself. That is so crazy. And he assimilated hundreds of years of chess knowledge and tactics and then went on to surpass all previous human invention in the game. What? <laughs> all He su superseded all human chess knowledge in this span of time. So I'm wondering, he simulated more games inside of himself than games have ever been played on planet and Earth. And came up with completely <laughs> new strategies that had literally ever, never, never, 240 hours of practice. Um, he developed tactics that were unbeatably, unbeatably innovative and revealed its starting ability to trounce human intelligence. Uh, some some of the winning moves had never been recorded in the 1,500 yes. years that human brains had been pitted wits against the checkered board. Yes! Alpha Zero. I need a Alpha Zero robot lawyer stat. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Alpha Zero Holy is shit. a total, total badass. Alpha Zero is like the Ronda Rousey of uh, robot chess, just like armbar and bitches in 14 seconds and shit. Yeah, so uh, Gary uh, Kaspar Kasparov, um, uh, he, 
He's Russian. <laughs> uh, he's grandmaster. Fucking Russians in chess. He was uh, famously defeated by IBM supercomputer Deep Blue. Deep Blue in 1997. I remember that. Um, he said the ability of a machine to surpass centuries of human knowledge is a world-changing tool. And uh, yeah, this is definitely, definitely that. Absolutely. Uh, Simon Williams is an English grandmaster. He said it was one for the history books and joked. On December 6, 2017, AlphaZero took over the chess world, eventually solving the game and finally enslaving the human race as pets. Wow. Yeah. That is wild. So, yeah, this thing was uh, was developed. This is like the opposite of the swatting story. Yeah, this is this is cool. This is definitely a step in the right direction because not just because of the chess implications, but so AlphaZero was actually uh, the brainchild of a uh, UK company called DeepMind. Um, and they uh, developed computer programs that learned for themselves, and it was just bought for uh, by Google for 400, uh, 400 million euros uh, in 2014. This is from uh, Daily Mail, so it's all. From- I got an ad freaking blocking <laughs> my <laughs> computer. Oh, God damn you. Uh. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, the interesting aspect is that they're actually going to utilize this in other areas, uh, DeepMind, aside from just the chess thing. Um, so they are, uh, it's being trialed at NHS hospitals in London, including university college, London in more, uh, Morrisfield eye hospital, um, at UCLH, a system is being developed in which an AI developed by DeepMind will be able, will analyze scans of patients with cancers of the head and neck, which afflict more than 11,000 people a year in the UK. Wow. Yeah, it says uh, Google experts say the AI should be able to teach itself to read these scans ever quicker and more accurately than any human. So radiation can be more precisely targeted at tumors while minimizing damage to healthy tissues in the brain and neck. Um, uh, What currently takes doctors and radiologists four hours can be done in less than an hour. So this is like heaven sent. (laughs) This is like the coolest fucking robot ever. Alpha Zero. It can beat you in chess. It can beat everybody in chess. And it's fucking curing cancer. So when it whoops your ass in chess a hundred times in a row, and then you just like pick up a bunch of bad fucking habits, you got to go and eat some fucking McDonald's, smoke a bunch of cigarettes and fucking uh, dunk your head in uh, some fucking radiation or something. Uh, And then you get cancer. This motherfucking thing is going to be reading the charts and make sure that when you get your fucking, uh, you get your chemo, it's going to fucking target uh, the specific cells that are at issue and not fuck your brain up and, you know, going to cure you at cancer. Super awesome. So Super awesome. I love me some Alpha Zero up in here. Yeah. So uh, I think that this is, uh, this is definitely cool, but uh, there is actually... There's a darker side to this uh, that they're talking about as well. What's the dark angle? Uh, the uh, so, um, all right, we've got. Uh, it is. Uh, it's an open secret that uh, the NHS effectively rations access to care through waiting list number, bed numbers, and limited availability of drugs and treatments, as it will never have enough funds to give everyone the service that they need. So um, the uh, the AI is basically kind of filtering out people um, from getting. Uh, getting assistance oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> so uh there's uh there's that aspect is this the russian terminator uh cousin oh my god <laughs> um and then uh hold on one second here okay uh, i thought this was pretty fucked up um 
the uh, programs uh, can develop distinctly worrying ideas, a system developed in America for probation services uh, to predict the risk of parole seekers reoffending was recently discovered to have quickly become unfairly racially biased. Wow. So right out of the gate, fucking AI is a racist motherfucker. Um, but I would be interested to know like what I thought that know, was impossible, though, because it's all I mean, it's all data, you know. So, yeah, that's true. It's uh, the only ones locked up are black people, right? So yeah, so of course they're gonna reoffend because yeah. they're the only ones in there. It's not fair. It, it really is not. It fair. It does skew the numbers quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say before that though? Oh no, that was uh, that that was it. Oh my bad. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the AI might be racist, but I think it might just be that you know we programmed it and we're kind of racist too. So. <laughs> And because we keep putting black people in jail. I think deep down, everybody's at least 1% racist. At least 1%. At least 1% racist. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, DeepMind is pretty fucking cool. There's a lot of different things that this can be utilized for. Um, I mean, I think it's just absolutely mind-blowing that it was able to supersede um, all fucking like human chess knowledge, which I mean, you know, as a, as you know, someone who's played chess for 20 plus years, um, I'm definitely not a grandmaster. I'm not even close to it. Um, I like playing it. Um, it's something that I've enjoyed doing for a long time, and I wouldn't consider myself to be all that good. Um, so I would definitely lose to this fucking no, thing. No, no chance for me either. But you think <laughs> you think of like the the grandmaster chess players and how they can you know map out an entire game um, from the very outset and know exactly how it's going to play out. And um, now you take everyone who's ever played played that game, and in 240 minutes of practice. This thing was able to just fucking <laughs> change shit all over yeah. every bit of fucking knowledge that humans had gained about that. And where else could that do that? What, you know, where could we use that in a positive way? And uh, obviously, there's some other ways that uh, AI is going to be a little how bit more How long until these AIs start winning the lottery? If they can figure <laughs> out how the, the, the odds and numbers to get the lottery winning lottery ticket. I mean, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do with the money? <laughs> right? I don't know, but somebody's got programming to get mean, the winning numbers. I think my hope is by that <laughs> I'm my hope is by the point that uh the AI is intelligent enough uh to do need to do stuff like that, that uh, we won't be stuck with our you know shitty fucking uh money system that we have right now. So Yeah, you never know. Well, yeah. this shit's coming on strong. <laughs> yeah. Alpha zero, you know. <laughs> Well, if this is 2018, what does 2020 look like? Because this came out of nowhere, bro. Yeah, this is uh, this is gonna be fucking bananas, absolutely bananas. So, and I'll tell you what else is bananas. A terrible segue, but yeah, <laughs> uh, a segue is a segue. A segue is a segue, indeed. And remember when? Hey, remember when segues are gonna be like the new fucking like huge thing? I was never a big fan. So, like before they came out, like. You know, the dude, like, he was, like, you know, on fucking whatever, you know, on the media and shit talking Regis about and how Kelly. He, he had this new invention and shit. And, like, he, you know, it wasn't being revealed what it was and how it was going to change humanity. And uh, in the end, it just ended up really helping mall cops. I don't think I've ever seen a mall cop. Never seen a fucking mall cop on a fucking no. Segway, bro? Come on. I don't think I've seen many mall cops. Well, I shop on Amazon, so, you know. <laughs> When's the last time you've mall been, cops on Amazon? You haven't been in a mall lately? Oh, we talked about the death of the mall. <sighs> It's been probably like six or seven years. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Now you can just go in Toys R Us and buy your site. Oh, wait. Never mind. I know my site. Yes. (laughs) We we all saw that coming. Toys R Us never adapted. They never adapted. Yeah. That's what happens. You evolve or you die. Yes. Yes. So, uh, 
Eddie, why don't you hit them with social media? And uh, we do have, I want to let you guys know, we do have the particulars on how you can sign up for our WWE Eddie's WWE Network subscription hey, and watch yeah, WrestleMania. If you, you want to watch buddy, WrestleMania, so. I, got, I got your hookup. So. so, Eddie, hit them with it. Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for your chance to win a three-month WWE Network subscription giveaway from your boys, the Jerk About Trades podcast. Three! Go ahead and give us that follow and like us on the uh, whatever you're using, like and a follow. And then, most importantly, in the comment section, tag your WrestleMania crew. There's one person, two people, three people. More the merrier, for sure. Whoever you're watching WrestleMania with, tag them because we, we all just want to be friends up in this mug <laughs> absolutely absolutely so we don't want to leave anybody out so. and you know if you tag your friends your friends can enter too and then they can have a chance to win there the, you uh, go so you got more well. you got more chances so whatever platform you like we're gonna we're gonna have this post up on facebook we're gonna have it up on our twitter we're gonna have it on our instagram so you know you do your do your deed do your uh do your follow or your like or whatever the fuck on whatever platform it is if you don't already do that for us then you're going to want to like or love or whatever, you know, stupid thing you got to do on that particular platform. Um, maybe not stupid. Sorry. We love you, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, on that platform. Yeah, fuck Tom Anderson. And then uh, <laughs> and then ta- tag your crew, man. Tag your crew. And uh, we are going to uh, the winner is going to be an, uh, we're gonna, it's going to be picked at random and we're going to announce it right after the go home raw on April 2nd. Yes, indeed. So keep your eyes locked and loaded on uh, J.O.A.T. and uh Jump on in. Get your chance. Get your uh, subscription. Let me tell you something. Yes, I'm giving this thing away, but it's totally worth it. Even if you don't like the new wrestling and you like all the older stuff, you got, this is where it is. There's man. an absolute bounty. They're always coming out, and especially after WrestleMania, because this is going to get you in at WrestleMania, and this is going to get you the months yes. after. Um, and after WrestleMania, they always drop a bunch of new shows and stuff. They just dropped all of the old Coliseum videos on there. They got a new show called Photo Shoot that's pretty uh, pretty cool. Dude, every um, WrestleMania, a lot of, a lot of good every shit Survivor there. Series, every every uh, Star Kid, every WCW, every ECW, every everything, every right, every everything for sure, everything. I mean, jump on it, jump yes, on it, yes, and you can uh, you can get it for free, and you are getting the infamous Eddie. WWE Network card Christmas <laughs> gift. So, and w- we will say too that most likely you're not going to get the physical card. We're most likely just going to send you. We can just the, send you the code, right? And if uh, you want us to send you the card afterwards, so you can frame it or whatever. Um, yeah, we if can you do that actually too. want it, I'll send it to you. I don't care. I'll send it to him. Yeah, don't pre- matter. Prepaid postage. Absolutely, you have to pay for the postage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if you guys are here for the first time, you heard about the uh, the giveaway. Uh, Patreon.com is where you can donate to the podcast. Uh, patreon.com slash joat podcast uh you know if you just want to throw some money at us we're, we're here to serve your uh your needs for uh, giving money away so love you guys and the official home most most importantly even more important than the giveaway joatpodcast.com this is where you get to see the video corner videos uh weekly picks with a little bit of a blog spot, you know, we, we give you little trinkets of uh, good goodness on the joatpodcast.com. You're going to want to check it. And, uh, you know, and subscribe. First and foremost, subscribe. Actually, this is last Sus- but not least. Subscribe, <laughs> review, comment, do all that stuff. We definitely appreciate anybody that does that for us. We love you guys. Thank Absolutely. you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah. 
And uh, also, I don't think Eddie said there, but uh, if you want to, if you want to contact us for anything, jerk of all trades podcast at gmail.com. Anything. What does that mean? Anything, anything, anything you mm. want. We got it. We got some spare time. Yeah. Yeah. We got some spare time. We will, uh, we will answer whatever questions or quandaries, or maybe if you got a fun topic for us or, uh, whatever, if you want to send us some nudes or whatever, depending on who you are, <laughs> hit us up. Jerk of all trades. Send podcast us some, uh, WWE gmail. network. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back. Yep. Hey, what's up guys? Ray, the jerk from the jerk of all trades podcast with an offer just for you, the listener of the jerk of all trades podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their sensational service. I've got a recommendation for you once you get your trial all set up, and that is Robert Anton Wilson's Cosmic Trigger, Volume 1, The Final Secret of the Illuminati. Trust me when I say you'll be declaring yourself a pope in no time flat. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash J-O-A-T podcast to get your free audiobook courtesy of the jerks. All right, guys, we are back. And as you know, as humans... We fuck a lot of crazy shit, right? I do, by the way, not to interrupt your uh, intro here, but uh, someone at work was just telling me about uh, grapefruiting, apparently. Mmm, grapefruiting. Yeah, apparently there's uh, there's some whole thing where you, uh, you fuck a grapefruit and you watch some video where uh, a woman was showing how you could uh, blindfold your man and then... Uh, Instead of uh, giving him a blowjob, you uh, put a grapefruit on his dick. <laughs> I feel that would like, be cheaper than the blowjob robot. I feel like that's very, uh, very citrusy. <laughs> I don't know if I would. Uh, I don't know if I'm feeling that. Citric that. acid going your pee hole. You know, back in you my. You thought soap getting in your dick was tough? Try <laughs> some fucking lemon juice. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I will. I will tell you. I, I shudder to say this, but I will say this. So, uh, young Ray, young Ray, when he first discovered himself. <laughs> Uh, one of the first things that I, I feel like an American Pie story is coming up. No, one of one of the first things that I uh, I uh, I utilized as a lubricant was uh, shaving gel, and uh, don't ever use shaving gel to jerk off with. <laughs> let me let me just lay that out there because it why, why burn, is that? It burns like a motherfucking fire in your urethra. Uh, but I, I didn't know any better though. So, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, mm. <laughs> maybe my whole life I've been seeking that, like those initial orgasms that I had where my fucking pee hole was burning like a motherfucker. Well, so. if there's people that are glutton for punishment out there, what kind of shaving cream was it? Was it the foam or was it like the gel? Like, you know how they have the gel, <sighs> like the green gel. It was like, I think it was gel. I think it was like gel that turned to foam. I think. Okay. Yeah. The gel. I mean, okay. I'm trying to dig back like 20 plus years ago. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It was like last week. I just discovered myself. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Whoa. I don't was... try to shave your dick and then fuck your girlfriend. Don't do <laughs> it. Yeah, don't like, do it. That can't feel pleasant either yeah, on the vagina. Get some fucking razor burns like a mofo. Get some fucking burning pee pee hole like a mofo. Oh, so, God. Yeah, don't do it. So anyway, back to the... Back to the uh... Well, shit. Now we got monkeys fucking, <laughs> fucking everything too now. Oh, my so... God. <laughs> fucking monkeys. We've had a long torrid history with monkeys. <laughs> We had fucking uh, we had the dude in the gorilla suit running the marathon, and then we had the uh, the monkeys that were 
going buck wild in Florida. The and guy that got bit by a bear at Monkey. Oh no, that was Tiger Island. Yeah, oh, sorry. we had the uh, no. Then we had the mon- the monk, the Reese's monkeys going fucking crazy yeah, and fucking India in India, fucking uh, stealing beer out of your fridge and shit. <laughs> and uh, what are they doing now? They're fucking deer. Yeah. Why the fuck are they fucking deer? These monkeys are fucking everybody. I'm telling you. Oh man, you got the video right? Uh, yes, I do. So uh, this video uh, comes with a disclaimer. Keep in mind too that uh, once again. You can find all of the videos that we are watching here in the description of the podcast here, and you can go to joatpodcast.com, and we will have, uh, every week we have a specific video companion for each episode of the show, and so you will get to see this as well. And so, Eddie, why don't you read the warning, and then uh, let's, <laughs> let's check this sexy, sexy shit out. All right, I'm on the video here. It says... This video contains sexually explicit animal behavior. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, you had to do the voice. This video contains sexually sexually explicit animal behavior. Viewer discretion is advised. So here we go. This is a monkey trying to mate with a deer. Let's do it. All right. Boom. Are you on the deer? Um, oh, my a- goodness. <laughs> Ooh. Save a horse, ride a deer. <laughs> Look at that ass. Look at that monkey ass, too. Little Bambi ass hanging out there. Oh, man. That little, little white, white tail. I was going to say a little white tail. Fuck, pull that little white tail up. So it's man, the, that monkey's just having a good time. That looks like that's about to be a fucking monkey deer orgy. <laughs> that deer is so confused, too. It's like, what the fuck? like, why did he just jump what on me? What are you doing to Uh-oh. me? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Another female deer appears to reject the monkey's advances. He wa- no, nah, she wasn't feeling it. She's like, get off me. <laughs> uh, her night shit yesterday. <laughs> Did you see how she was dressed? Oh, shit, I missed it. Uh, there could be an added nutritional benefit from licking the monkey's ejaculate. There you see, go. We're all just trying to help. We're just trying to help out. <laughs> Look at that deer. That deer is like, uh, that's like when I try to pet my cat. It immediately starts licking itself to clean itself because it's uh, it's been soiled by fucking monkey jizz, apparently. You just look a little malnourished. That's all. <laughs> Get a little uh, jackalit on you. Oh, my goodness gracious. So <laughs> it's a long storied history of animal species fucking each other. So <laughs> maybe we'll have one podcast that specifically just talks about the entire history of interspecies animal love. Because uh, you know what? If you're an animal, you should be able to love whatever other animal that you want. And fucking chickens used to, they're fucking pigeons now. Chickens. The the birds are fucking each other. Seals are fucking penguins in the Antarctic, all the way out in Alaska. And then all, and then in, uh, let's not forget they are actually, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, this is a, this is a different thing. Uh, male sea otters occasionally rape young seals to death. It's like that Black Widow. Oh uh, my God! That, uh, where they eat them after uh, so, they're done boning. Sounds like a death metal band CD raped to death. I think that was the Cannibal Corpse record, possibly. Yes, humans are not the only species that enjoy sex as uh, more than a means to uh, an evolutionary end. Bonobos practically build their peaceful and matriarchal society on the exchange of sexual behaviors. Sexual favors. Oh, I'm sorry. Sexual, Sexual favors. F- oh, okay. So that deer, <laughs> I get that, that little feeling. white tail. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, there's gay creatures all over the animal kingdom. Scientists caught brown bears engaging in oral sex. Uh, 
I think what what state was that illegal in to uh, yeah. <laughs> for brown bears to engage in Idaho maybe or something? I don't know. Missouri. Oh man, I can just imagine the fucking alt right so mad at these goddamn gay animals. <laughs> you know who else would be? This pr- is not right. You know who else would be mad at that? Who's that? Fucking Alex Jones, dude. Oh, they're fucking putting the gay bears. They're putting they're putting fucking shit in the water and turning the bears gay. <laughs> and the frogs. Man, so like, what would be like the greatest pairing that you could make of like animals to breed? A mouse and a giraffe. Well, you just have an average animal. <laughs> oh, you, oh, really... you want it? Oh, I, I was just thinking like size differential wise. No, I mean like the like most badass super super breed that you could create. Man, bear, pig. Ooh, <laughs> now, how, now, <laughs> Al Gore. He did invent the internet. You know that's true. That's cool. I was thinking maybe like a gorilla and a cheetah, but a I don't gorilla. know. Hey, remember cheetahs? Cheetahs are fast, but and gorillas are slow. <laughs> yeah, a, ti- a tiger, a tiger, and a if bear. If you have like cheetah legs and gorilla top, a liger, liger. Uh, I think that's already a thing, sort of, right? Yeah, sure. Animals and lions, or uh, animals, a- animals and lions. lions and tigers, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! So how about a Reese's monkey and a, and a uh, Russian Terminator? Why robot? do we have to stop at animals? Why don't we just do like a Reese's monkey and like a Reese's peanut butter cup? I just said Russian Terminator robot. No, I want a Reese's monkey and a Reese's <laughs> a peanut butter cup. It's not an animal; it's a machine. Oh, I know. I I want them to breed with a Reese's peanut butter cup. A Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like the deer. Well, the Reese's was... peanut butter cup's just gonna lick it off. <laughs> <laughs> so so back on the topic at hand uh <laughs> so apparently uh the they say that the uh, the monkeys are not just hitching a ride uh they say that they determined this ret- ritual is sexual in nature um and they think it might be the start of a new social trend uh-oh get, get ready selfie stick goddamn millennials are ruining everything <laughs> fucking millennial fucking monkeys ruining everything they got to fucking have sex with deer now fucking new social trend everybody in their fucking every monkey and their fucking mother is fucking a deer now um yeah so it's it's the new sexual fashion. It's it's on vogue in uh, 2018. If you were a monkey, get a thousand likes for that post. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty bizarre, um, and it's uh, it's interesting. They're 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 trying to determine if this is something um, that is going to be continuing to happen. Or is this gonna just be like a fad? So <laughs> it is pretty it is pretty bizarre. So. Um, you know, will this? Uh, they actually say future observations could tell us if this is a group-specific oddity, uh, is just a short-lived fad, which can happen, or the beginning of something else entirely new. What if we get some monkey deer trying to I kill thinking, take over the world? I was thinking. So I, I mean, I don't know. From you know, uh, you know, could could they actually impregnate a deer? I, I don't know that that would actually Probably work that not, way. Yeah. I, I mean, there are you know they they talk about different ty- uh, breeds of dogs and stuff. You know, I mean that's how you end up with mutts and shit, but. Um, what did they, uh, they, uh, they said, uh, a, ch- a chihuahua, I think in a great Dane or something. They've done that. Uh, or is it possible? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me find. Huh, that'd be interesting. The, uh, the dealio on what, uh, what dogs are getting it on. Um, we'll, we'll just, uh, we'll say that poor chihuahua, <laughs> the poor chihuahua. Uh, poor chihuahua. I mean, I think the chihuahua is the one that's, uh, is, what? <laughs> I think he's mounting, I think. Oh my goodness! I could be wrong on that. I don't know. <laughs> I, 
I'm I'm just making things up at this point. I don't think I don't know even, either. I don't even think that was in the article. That'd be just so funny with the Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Now I want to. <laughs> we will we will check back. <laughs> we will check back with the. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, animals like dogs that are domesticated or otherwise raised in captivity have a tendency to get a little weirder in their sexual tendencies. Um, they've got strange access to a strange variety of other animals and a lot less to lose. Um, so they're not going to lose access to food or companionship by uh, getting it on with uh, other <laughs> other things, such <laughs> as uh, they're known to hump legs, sofas, and furniture. Oh, here we go. Male chihuahuas are perfectly capable of impregnating large dogs like German shepherds. Jesus Christ. And you know what? Look at that, though. The fucking unity right there, right? So we as humans, we want to we want to build a wall between us and and uh, and the Mexicans and the Chihuahuas say, come on, man, I'm, I'm willing to have sex with a German shepherd. You know, is, is Trump German or I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't the most effective joke I've ever made. But you know what? I'm a fucking I'm a run with it. So. Anything else that you had to say on this bad boy, Eddie? No, nah, not too much, man. It's just, uh, yeah, if, if these monkey deers start coming along in the next 10 or 12 years, we know where they came from. Fucking Japan. Yeah, so so the question... Japan, watch out. You're all dead if these monkeys start shooting shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> they can develop weapons. So, uh, so this really transitions into our next story quite well. And so that video that we just watched, very well, you may have to, if you live in Rhode Island... You may have to pay $20 to watch that video. Because, you got $20 on you, Ray? Uh, I don't have $20 on me right now, but luckily I don't live in Rhode Island. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, they're looking to censor porn. and so I, I thought, got enough for both of us. I thought I would bring back a little old school. Eddie has never seen this before. This is funny old school censored porn. This is on YouTube. This is hilarious. I remember uh, seeing this many years ago. So, Eddie, let me know when you're... Uh, three, two, one. Little knock on the door, oh, triple, triple X, X Express. Yep, here she comes. Oh, not yet. Oh, Diesel Productions presents. Here we go. Safe for work. This is safe. Or for maybe not. Safe for work porn. <laughs> <laughs> Ride that bad boy. Oh, oh. Playing ping pong. Answering the phone. Oh. <laughs> a little b ball. A little b ball outside Shaking of the school. Maraca. Playing a drum. Uh, harmonica. Oh, yeah. Air guitar. Oh, look at that solo right there. Yeah, she was really into that accordion, huh? So we didn't have this for Universal Call. <laughs> little paintbrush action. Ooh, is that some ghost action right there? This is like super like uh, creative. Oh, <laughs> oh, is that a, that's a poodle. She's fucking a poodle. <laughs> Eat that core, baby. Oh, you just got skittled. Diesel triple X. There you go. The best birthday party ever. God bless America. God bless America. There it is. Old school censored porn. It's on YouTube. That was... Very entertaining. <laughs> we will, we will definitely have the. It's so weird to see porn from like such a long time ago. So we should, I guess, we should sort of describe to the people what it is. So it's video footage of old school porn, but they have cartooned over the top of 
um, the sexual activity, and they have people playing instruments, playing a harmonica, accordion, um, uh, eating <laughs> eating a giant thing of corn. Um, this guy shooting a bazooka, and um, <laughs> the uh, out of all the videos, you gotta make sure you watch this one. Take taken take a whole entire face full of Skittles, just every <laughs> last fucking flavor of the rainbow. Taste the fucking rainbow. Um, it's great. It's hilarious. You guys are definitely going to want to check that out. So, uh, And Rhode Island's trying to take that shit away from you. Yes, fucking Rhode Island. This story just dropped, and it's pretty fucking ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, State legislators are introducing a bill that would require residents to pay a one-time $20 fee to access pornography sites or other quote-unquote offensive material online. So this is kind of like the uh, what was that uh, internet ban? Uh, net neutrality. I I was definitely I was gonna go there. This is not connected to net neutrality, but this is an example of things that can happen when you don't have that because they are basically going to force the ISPs in Rhode Island. There's 14 different ISPs in Rhode Island. They're going to force them to adhere to these regulations, and then there's going to be damages that they'll be seeking of up to $500 each time that contact is reported that is not blocked. Damn. So basically, <laughs> they're going to shut down Damn. all of the pornography on the internet, uh, or at least that's what they think they're going to do. Um, and the only way that you can get access to that is paying a $20 uh, a $20 fee one time um, in which you have to prove that you're 18 years old. So, you know, they're playing the, the children, you know, we got to protect, oh, yeah. we got to protect the children. The righteousness. So yeah. here's the, here's the first thing though. I wonder how easily this could be skirted by a VPN. Yeah. That's a big question. That's a big question. I, I don't know. I don't know logistically. I think how I that- might just rather pay the fee. Fuck that! I'll, I'll get the fucking VPN. VPNs are like a hundred dollars a month or some shit. Nah, you aren't get they? free VPNs. I mean, uh, I you know, I I when I had a VPN, I had a VPN that I paid like twenty, twenty or thirty dollars for a whole entire year. No, I want to know like what what's my library for this twenty dollars a month? Like, what, is there like like any I think it, bonuses to this? I think it unblocks everything. It just it's not like it's shit? not. Yeah, it's not like you're. It's not like you're getting like you know, Pornhub premium or something. Hey, Rhode Island, I'm just going to move, move across the next state and then just drive into work. Fuck you. Every what day. what yeah. does Rhode Island have that if it doesn't have porn, like fuck that. <laughs> I just think of, did you ever see the South park episode? It's just the principle of it is a slippery slope. Cause they could do this. Was, first. That, a, was that pun intended right there? Slippery no. slope. <laughs> but like, what if like a year from now they try to block other websites and you know, this is like the beginning of something very, very bad. Oh, absolutely. And they're doing it under, uh, false pretenses. You know, they're saying that they want to protect the children, so they don't want children to see offensive material. Um, you know what? The, this actually brings me to a, a, a funny story. So I had recently watched a video, and uh, there was two comedians, and they were talking about how upsetting it was with how pornography is easily accessed by people now. That, like back in their day, you would find woods porn. Like you would just find like, you know, pornography magazines in the woods. And uh, uh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious because I actually found pornography magazines like in the woods at one point um, when I was growing up. And uh, I remember how excited I was to, uh, to have found <laughs> these porno magazines in the fucking woods. And so kids these days don't get to. Uh, That's a very They don't get to find that. Yeah. That's, you know, they get to have everything at their fucking fingertips, uh, pun intended. Fucking spoiled brats. <laughs> Seriously, they can jerk <laughs> off to whatever they want. You know, back you in know my day. You know how good you got it. 
You know, like that's like old timeies before me, you know, like, you know, back in my day, I'd use a Sears catalog, you know, like I didn't have to fucking use a Sears catalog, thankfully. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, now maybe we go back, maybe we're regressing in terms of pornography and they're, we're going to move back to like, you know, Jack shacks out in the woods and, you know, kids are going to find their pornography that way. <laughs> Cause here's the bottom line. <laughs> kids are <laughs> kids when they fucking discover themselves and they fucking, uh, go and grab their da- dad's shave gel. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're going to find, I need it for my mustache. What <laughs> mustache, right? You don't have a mustache. I don't see you no damn mustache. Uh, so you know that you know that the kids are going to find the pornography. Like it's ridiculous. Like they're not going to be able to block this. Um, and the other bullshit aspect I think of this is that they're trying to say that what they're also trying to do with this is that they're trying to rid the internet of child pornography and revenge pornography and human trafficking websites. And that could not be any more bunch of bullshit than the words that I'm reading right now because child pornography. Uh, and human trafficking is most certainly not something that you're just Googling and finding. Like, this stuff is on the fucking dark web. This is not going to be able to be filtered. Your ISP is not going to be able to filter like your the com- dark web. Your common websites don't, or your common <laughs> porn websites don't have that shit, right? Right. It's illegal. Right. It's on the dark web, meaning that it's not going to be able to be be blocked by your ISPs. And if anything, if anything, this is actually going to push more people to move on to the dark web, right? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, you know, that's a bad thing, too. Right. In all in all honesty, I would be like, fuck you. I'm not paying your fucking twenty dollars. So, you know, all of this stuff is going to still exist anyways. All they're trying to do is fucking cash grab they're trying to get a bunch of money from all their fucking citizens um and they're trying to uh get information too i think is bullshit too um because i'm sure that you have to like prove your identity and stuff that's some shady shit um can you imagine like oh you know i got a your wife's checking your fucking uh like checking account like what is this 20 dollar payment to the state of rhode island what is this <laughs> like don't ask questions honey yeah i don't look at porn i swear Man, that's that's horrible. I wonder if like there's a like an unknown crisis going on right now in Rhode Island because it's the smallest state. They have to get rid of people. It's like what's the fastest way to get rid of our overpopulation issue? Let's take away their porn. <laughs> I mean, if anything, this is actually going to increase. <laughs> they're they're going to have more people, right? Because people are not going to be jerking off. Instead, they're going to be like, oh yeah. I gotta. Well, get, I, I don't gotta know get that people are going to have to actually fuck each other now instead of jerking oh, off all the time. Oh man. <laughs> This is just, this is awful, awful news. So <laughs> Terrible. Rhode Island, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, Rhode Island? There's, what? Be, there's more bigger fish to fry out there than... What are you doing with your life? <laughs> there are bigger fish to fry. Leave the goddamn tuna alone. And that's where the tumbleweed goes by. I thought there was another video coming. No, there was no video coming. <laughs> that was just a joke. That was a, that was a joke. You know, tuna, pornography, vagina, come on. Join, join me here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh ready to call it. Yeah, let's uh, let's call it uh, uh little wise words from the jerks and uh yeah, then let's inspire a bot and then let's uh let's go home. All right, we love giving you guys these wise words from the jerks every week. My words this week is <clears throat> I stole this actually, so uh spoiler alert, Vin Diesel, thank you very much. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch. Or a mile. All that matters is that you win. Uh, I think a lot of people get wrapped up in 
the the amount of like good shit that they get. And as long as like you do okay, <laughs> you know, as long as you win by a little bit, it's all good. Like try not to be too greedy with the shit. All that really matters is that you win. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or you win by a fucking mile. So just be grateful. Be grateful for uh, for for every win, no matter how big or small it is. And I think, uh, you know, to piggyback on that, I think that winning is on your perception, right? It's on, you know, because, you know, is there really a, a point where you can say that, you know, this person has won or, you know, someone different might have a completely different viewpoint of what winning is? Or, I mean, are we saying winning at uh, life or like whatever? A game, like winning a chess game. Maybe, oh, or I something? guess I was. Well, if you're playing against like fucking you, deep mind, you, you're not stole, winning. If you stole all my pieces and you beat me or if you only beat me, is taking like two or three pieces. It doesn't matter. You still beat me. Yeah, I, I guess I was more thinking on a broad term in life and uh, and you know being a, being a winner and it's on you know it's on your I, perception. Yeah, you could, t- you could take it. This quote could be <laughs> taken on perception too. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, which does play. I was thinking more along the lines of like a game. A game. Or, yeah. yeah. I think Eddie Eddie is in his competitive mode, so I think he wants to fucking play me in uh, in Madden or something. So he maybe would, yeah I, would, I didn't bring my playstation he would over, probably he would probably beat me by a mile but that's okay uh, i actually it's funny you mentioned this my friend is very 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 good at fifa i think he was in like the top 20 in the world like three years ago or something he, your boy eddie the jerk just beat him last night in a game of fifa he, granted he picked like one of the shittiest teams in the game but you know it's it's a thing where like i never beat him he can be the worst team and i can be the best team it's not happening and I actually pulled it off last night. Yo, I feel so good. I'm the best. Victory, victory. I'm the best. <laughs> and that's one of those things when by an inch or a mile, because that was millimeters. <laughs> but I won. It doesn't matter if it's metric or if it's uh, standard. <laughs> or whatever for, Whatever yeah. form of measurement you win by, it, all that matters is that you win. I love you, buddy. Yeah. So, all right. And uh, in my wise words, so... Um, what I wanted to uh, briefly talk about was um, so you know I've, I've talked a little bit about my interest in uh, you know kind of uh, spirituality and uh, in uh, Eastern religions and stuff um, and really a little bit about the occult um, but I kind of wanted to talk about and kind of let people know um, what magic basically what it is um, and kind of give some definitions and kind of get you give you an idea of basically what it is. Um, so, um, and this is not magic. This is not parlor tricks. This is magic with a K. Um, uh, this is, uh, what I consider to be a, uh, a, a form of self-development. Um, so anyway, it's not, uh, this is not uh pen and teller. This is not, uh, who was the dude, uh, back in the day that was David and, Blaine. This is not David Blaine. This is not, uh, who was the other guy from the nineties? Chris Angel. Uh, David Copperfield. This is not David Copperfield. This is, uh, this is magic. So, uh, the dark arts, if you want to call it that. So uh, anyway, the uh, the description of magic uh, by Aleister Crowley, who's probably the most famous occultist of all time, is uh, magic is the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with will. So um, kind of a um, kind of a confusing statement. Um, I know when I initially read it, it was uh, kind of confusing to me. Um, I wanted to read a couple other definitions of it that kind of expounded upon that later on. Oh, you're and cheating. Then, um, then I'll kind of give You're you my more take. than one. And I got only got no, one. it's still, it's still the same. <laughs> it's still the same wise words, man. I got you. All right. Um, this is uh Dion fortune. Uh, not, uh, I think she, uh, I think she was, uh, 
Didn't she have? Oh, that was Miss Cleo. Never Are you mind. thinking of Dion Lewis? Uh, <laughs> Dion Warwick. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dion Warwick. Yeah, no, this is not. Uh, this is Dion Fortune. Uh, magic is the art of causing changes in consciousness in conformity with the will. So that kind of starts to change things a little bit because we add consciousness in there. So, um, you know, the uh, the initial, the art of uh, uh, the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with will doesn't really talk about your consciousness or your perception of things. Um, and then uh, Phil Hine, uh, who wrote, uh, who's one of the, the forefathers of uh, chaos magic that kind of came out. Is he German? Who, Phil Hine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he's British. Pretty sure he's British. Uh, uh, a, uh, a magical act uh, may be defined as causing reality to conform to will. Um, and then my uh, one of my personal heroes, Robert Anton Wilson, uh, magic is just the art of changing the focus of consciousness at will. So that that really breaks it down the most. And so essentially what magic is, is magic is um, it really takes from a lot of different um, a lot of different belief systems. And, uh, it, you know, it, you have um, theatrics and stuff that you can add to it. Um, different uh, externalized symbols that represent different things um, basically within yourself. And um, especially um, as we moved into uh, the, the Freud and the Jung era and like the advent of like modern psychology, um, you saw a lot of connection. I'm actually reading a book right now that's really uh, cool uh, called Mid uh, Middle Pillar. Um, and it combines kind of like magic and occultism uh, with psychology and kind of like connects the dots on that. But essentially what magic and what this phrase in particular means is, is, you know, this is your will to make something uh, happen in the world and create a transformative effect within yourself and then thus change your consciousness and then your perception and the way that you interact with the world around you via those different methods, whatever they may be, rituals, um, you know, theatrics, whatever it might be um, that you're whatever form of magic that you're performing um, and thus changing the reality that you live in and willing things to happen. Um, and that's what magic is. And so um, it's uh, it's an internalized uh, development system and a way for you to better yourself internally and determine what things that you want to manifest in your reality and then make those things into actual reality. And uh, it's very, very powerful stuff once you uh, once you start delving into it. I um, mean, it's tough, too, because you've got to delve into yourself and you've got to delve into, you know, all of your, you know, your subconscious uh, issues and things that may be rooted back um, to uh, thought patterns and stuff that you developed when you were just a little teeny tiny little version of yourself. Um, things that you may not realize thing, you know. Uh, scripts, you know, if you think of your mind as a uh, computer, these scripts that are constantly running and uh, you're essentially going inside of your own brain and you're you're hacking that and you're changing those scripts. So you're like uh, magic is like being a, a mind hacker of yourself and then thus creating that change and then creating a change in the world um, and creating the change that you want to see in the world uh, by changing yourself and your perception. There it is. That's uh, that is magic. Wow. The thing I take away from that is the uh, <clears throat> the will of it. Someone's will making it happen. 
It kind of reminds me of like uh, Newton's law in physics: an object in motion stays in motion. But uh, yeah, that's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, ap- absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, I think that we're we're science. I feel like the and if you dig back into uh, into the occult and stuff, you can see all these different uh, precursors to modern things. So like you know, magic, you know. Uh, predates uh, psychology and you know then psychology modern psychology came about and you saw all these parallels and like Carl Jung who's one of the most famous psychologists of all time uh, was actually very deeply into the occult um, because of that and uh, you look at something like alchemy for example and alchemy um, predating modern science and so um, I think as we move forward uh, we start to see these things that seem archaic or outdated and we can see them in a new light and we can understand them um, in a better way and hopefully utilize them to become better versions of ourselves, and hopefully create a better world as well. Um, and sadly, um, magic just generally, I mean, I had to preface it by talking about how it's not David Blaine and it's not uh Penn and Teller because, uh, you know, people either they hear the word and it's bastardized and, um, you know, they think, you know, silly magic or they think, um, you the know, card game. Um, oh, yeah. Magic <laughs> the Gathering. Yeah. Um, or they think uh, they think evil and dark and Satan and, you know, stuff like that. They Because, you know, the black magic, the uh, the Christian church. And so and actually, you know, just uh, to, real quick on that. So black magic versus white magic for for example, so, you know, the term black magic basically would be black magic is magic that you're performing um, in which you are doing something um, specifically for you without any care of any sort of harm or whatever that it might cause um, to anyone else. You're being very self-centered in what you're doing. Um, and white magic would be the opposite of that. And obviously there's shades of gray within that. Um, but that's basically where that term comes from. But Bottom line on it, it's it's not it's not evil in my opinion. Um, and there are people that it's a belief system, and so um, the more that you believe that it works, um, and that's a big part of the theatrics and all that side of things uh, for a lot of people is that gets you into that mindset and it takes you out of the normal everyday you know ego driven version of you and who you are, and like you think of all the things that you know like that make up you and who you are and how you dress and what, you know, what you like and what music you like and what things you're into and, um, you know, your sense of humor or whatever it might be. And when you strip all these things away, what are you at your very core, you know? Um, and so, you know, if you can take yourself out of that normal reality and put yourself into this grand theatrical, you know, uh, ritual thing where you can basically do that mind hacking, um, and do these rituals and stuff to hopefully dig into your subconscious and hopefully uh, manifest these things. And then then you create these scripts inside of your brain that are working that you are not realizing that are working. And then these things start manifesting themselves into your uh, into your reality. So so we're all a bunch of alpha, little mini alpha zeros. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We are uh, we are definitely <laughs> we are we are, you know, we are regular intelligence, I guess. So. Everybody has a little bit of magic in them. You know the I mean? the world the world is fucking magic, man. Yeah, everything's magic. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, just 
it, it's just absolutely mind blowing when you you think of the things that monkeys you know, fucking deers. The, <laughs> the world is absolutely fucking absurd. This world is completely absurd, uh, but and it's crazy and it's fucking scary and no one really knows why it is that we're here. Um, you know, how did we come to be? Um, you know, the fact that one day that in your physical form right now, that you're no longer, you're going to cease to be at some point that can happen at any time, any time. Oh, but did you see that tweet by Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, I did not. He said in 5.2 <clears throat> billion years, the sun's going to burn out and there's going to cause a massive black hole. That's going to kill anything and everybody like in this galaxy. Um, so no matter what, we're all going to die. <laughs> and, and based on that, <laughs> even I, if the robots can make us live forever, that 5.2 billion years is going to happen. <laughs> and I, I do want to say um, this is actually late breaking news, too. And, you know, based on bringing up Neil deGrasse Tyson um, and everyone's mortality, um, actually, um, news just broke that Stephen, uh, Stephen Hawking actually just died. Oh, no way. Stephen Hawking. Wow. At uh, 76 years old has uh, has wow. passed away. That's that so, not too crazy because obviously he wasn't in great physical shape. Yeah, but that's really. I mean, sad. one of the most brilliant minds, you know, ever. ever he hung ever. on strong for a long time. Yes, he was supposed to die a long time ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, it just proves, you know, you know, death, death waits for no man, and uh, you know, the our mortality is what gives us the drive to live and to do more and to be more, and you know, hopefully. You know, there's an expiration date on all this shit. There, there's an expiration on everything. Uh, everything is going to pass. Um, so enjoy it while you can. And you know, hopefully, I've interested some people to maybe take a look at something that they maybe didn't know anything about, or maybe they had um, a skewed viewpoint on. And if it can help other people, as it's helped myself, um, then. I feel uh, I feel pretty good about that. Greatest what thing I, ever. What yeah. I what I uh, what I put out into this universe. So absolutely. So let's uh, let's check out Inspirobot, and uh, then we will call this show for the day. So Eddie, uh, right. I'll let you do the honors. All right, I might got. Oh wow, look at this one. I'm not going to read it quite yet, but take a look at that bitch. What does that look like? That is that is the cosmos right there, my Kinda friend. Kind of like our logo. Huh? Yes. Before the question. Comes in open mind with a, a look like I had when I first tried mushrooms. <laughs> I just looked up in the dark sky and it was nice and clear and the most beautiful that thing is, I've ever seen in my life. That is a great one and you should save that one. I uh, I really enjoy that. Uh, before before the question comes in open mind, um, and uh, we we would hope that it would, you know. Uh, uh, oh, for sure. Open mind is super important. Open mind, open super. heart. The last thing you want to be is that ignorant motherfucker that nobody wants to talk to. Right. Stuck stuck, stuck in your reality tunnel. So got to break out of that bad boy. So, all right, Inspirobot, I got to say you're no deep mind, but I love you nonetheless. <laughs> so We like the randomness of it. Though. Why don't you generate me some fucking beautiful, beautiful, random wise words. So here we go. Misinterpreting your own destiny gives birth to ideas. Can you read that again? By the way, I have like I have a sky as oh oh another sky. Oh I'll my god! Don't don't uh, exit up. I have two people standing on two uh, darkened mountain top areas, looking into space. 
<laughs> and it says as long as they're not holding hands <laughs> it says misinterpreting your own destiny gives birth to ideas that's wild that's actually very interesting because if you if you have uh if you have what you think is your path like this is my destiny this is my path um then you're going to miss out on a lot of things but if you misinterpret that destiny, that's going to give birth to new ideas, and uh, a new, new ways of thinking, and hopefully a new destiny, and hopefully free fucking will, right? So, will will it into existence? This whole existence. thing is a work. This is a fucking Consciousness work. Consciousness is a work. <laughs> or all being worked by the supercomputers, you just don't know it yet. Love, love <laughs> under will. Love is the law. Love under will. Those billionaires got programmed, goddammit. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what a beautiful! What a be- what a fucking, <laughs> what a great ending! What a what a beautiful beautiful episode! We had episode. such good inspiro button. I just shit all over. It. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. I I love I loved it. Any last words for you, Eddie? Uh, social media. Check that social media for the uh, WWE Network. Yes, yes, definitely check that out. We'll see you next. You're week. gonna want to win it. So, uh, we uh, we love you guys. Joat is out. <laughs>